This is NBA Midcourt. Breaking news. Starting right now. Welcome, everyone, to NBA Midcourt News Panel. Where I give you guys breaking news in the NBA. Finally, 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 finally. We have a decision from Kawhi Leonard. And made this even more huge by bringing along a sidekick. The Battle of Los Angeles is on. And it's something us NBA fans have been wanting for the ages. Lakers with LeBron and Anthony Davis. And now we got the Clippers with Kawhi and Paul George. What a move. Clippers Jerry West has been another historic recruitment to add to his front office career. And convincing Kawhi Leonard to come to the Clippers. Basically that Paul George trade was uh, actually agreed upon. Basically agreed first before Kawhi made a decision. I'll get on a little bit of that here in a little bit. You know, but uh, the L.A. team has always been second in recent years. But none other than that has been in the dust. Bottom of the Western Conference, you know, the Clippers. And even to add uh, to the trade to get Paul George from the Thunder, you know, just what a move by the Clippers, man. I didn't think I'd ever really see them be this good, but we haven't seen them on the court yet. Kawhi Leonard signs a four-year, $142 million deal. And Oklahoma City Thunder traded Paul George. For Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Danilo Gallinari, and five first-round picks. That's record-breaking draft compensation. Two of those are pick swaps, so it could turn into seven picks. Do you know the 2023 first-rounder is a protected pick, actually, uh, owned by the Miami Heat, but... Wow, that's... That is an incredible. Thunder have a huge future stacked up here, probably for the next good five or six seasons with those first-round draft picks. See what they do. But um, let's get right back into this. Uh, Kawhi didn't didn't really want to form a super team with the Lakers, um, for what I'm reading. He wanted to assemble one of his own with a sidekick, and it was you know evidently with the Clippers. There's also some rumbling news that uh, Paul George, the trade that you know Thunder GM Sam Presti was shopping around, because Paul George supposedly asked for a trade request a few days ago, and ironically, the two teams that were in the trade talk were the Clippers and the Toronto Raptors. Get on that here in a second as well. Uh. You know, right after the NBA Finals ended, everyone was saying that the Clippers are the front runner for Kawhi until free agency hit. And everyone was saying either he's staying in Toronto or coming to the purple and gold to form probably the best big three in basketball history. Next to LeBron James and Anthony Davis. But um, I know I'm a Lakers fan by heart. 
ever since they drafted my boy D'Angelo Russell back 2015. I'll go out on the public record right here, and I'll admit, 2016 NBA Finals Cavaliers team I rode and die with, went into battle with every night, took losses after losses. They were down 3-1 to Golden State. Emotions took over and I called it quits. And what happened? Team came back and won. Convinced me that my fandom to that franchise was leading to the downfall that they kept having over the past few seasons. But uh, I was really happy to see them win the title. But D'Lo came on, drafted by the Lakers. You know me, a big Ohio State basketball fan. Evidently, it's it's led all to this. Everywhere, uh, you know, everything I've uh, rooted for has involved LeBron James. But um, I'm not one bit upset about this move, actually. Because I kind of expected something. I, I knew the Lakers are in the mix here, but they're not getting them. They are not getting them. The only thing that I was mad about was just them taking a hardcore chance on Kawhi and missing out on very good role-playing free agents. But um, there's still there's still a good you know player list of like a free agent pool that's still available right now. That I can agree on. I expect them to probably fill their roster out today, by the end of today. Today being Saturday, July 6th. At noon Eastern today, all the free agents that have signed contracts, the trades that have been requested will all be confirmed. So at 12.01 Eastern time, these players that you know agreed on contracts verbally will be actual part of that team's roster. This is the biggest free agency period of all time in my opinion, especially that I've seen with my own eyes, saying that it's all time. I'm proud to experience this, uh, the NBA just in general, and it's by far my, in my opinion, the best sport on earth. Basketball, it's the best ran league. Commissioner Adam Silver's, you know, he's the best. He's the greatest. He's handled everything so well since David Stern resigned and gave up new ideas and just implemented small things here and there to keep this league just completely fantastic and giving the fans the game of basketball that they've always wanted to watch. I mean, this will always be the Wild Wild Western Conference. The Clippers will have a core of Patrick Beverly, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Lou Williams, and Montrez Harrell. And one thing that I did just see uh, that we, I was watching Sports Center actually this morning on ESPN two, and uh, Adrian Wojnarowski did say that you know Paul George he did have his shoulder surgery a while back and he could be slated to miss the first few weeks of the season. So of course we'll, uh, he might make training camp, but I expect him to have a little bit of contact and some go in the preseason. On the practice side of things, you won't see him in the preseason, but probably about Thanksgiving, maybe right after I see him returning, and that's when the Clippers can hopefully make the noise.
Hopefully that uh, shoulder surgery didn't set him back a bit. I hate seeing players get injured. But while the Lakers, they made free moves immediately after the Clippers bombshell at 10 till 2 a.m. Eastern time this morning. They got Catavius Caldwell-Pope and JaVale McGee back. On those deals, I believe uh, KCP was uh, two years, $16 million. JaVale McGee, two years, $8.2 million. And they brought in former Raptors uh, and Spurs teammate with Kawhi Leonard, Danny Green. Great pickup. He's 47 or 48% from uh, spot-up threes, which was second in the league last season. Danny Green is going to be elevated even more having LeBron James on his team. Once again, I should say, Danny Green, you know, as a rookie, was with the Cavaliers. Back in LeBron's first stint back in the 2007-2008 season. Danny Green was the, uh, he's the shooter the Lakers have always missed the past couple seasons. They've never been a shooting team. Um, not really ex- not really sure of how the roster will fell out, but I feel like it's going to be uh, the 2016 Cavaliers team all over again. They're going to have nothing but just 33 and up veterans coming off the bench. You know, you signed Jared Dudley. He's in his 30s. Um, ESPN's Lakers writer, uh, Dave McMiniman, he was also on the Sports Center earlier this morning. He was saying, like, he just brought up names. He said, Kyle Korver on the buyout market, come on. J.R. Smith, Carmelo Anthony. I mean, whatever happens, happens. But basically we got a starting four. Danny Green at the two. LeBron at three. Anthony Davis at the four. JaVale McGee at the five. But who's running the point guard? I don't even know what point guards left on the market at this point. Definitely not any good ones. That I know of. They signed a little course this morning. They had a little bit of a sinus infection. Got that morning voice going on. I haven't even been up two hours yet. I just knew I had to jump on the news panel. Record this for you guys. But. Um, getting back into this a little bit here. Let's see. Um, I still think there's. Plenty of nice guys out there who can make a difference on the role-playing side of basketball. Speaking of that science infection I was telling you guys about, I mean, I woke up with a huge headache and just trying to read and, and inhale all of this information I seen on my phone this morning. Gave Turned that headache to a damn migraine. Clippers going to be one hell of a team this coming season, man. 55-60 wins, in my opinion. Completely healthy. Same as the Lakers. I think they're going to be, both teams going to be right there. Now, if the seeding went down right, what if, man? LA and Clip, LA, Lakers and the Clippers seeding at one and two. What if they meet in the Western Conference Finals? Battle of LA, the real Battle of LA. Just for the NBA loan would make the most revenue probably possible and probably ever for one single series in a playoff. That would be incredible. I would love to see it. 
I really hope whenever the NBA schedule drops out here. Can you can you just give us Clippers Lakers Christmas Day, Adam Silver? Can you just do that? That's all I want. All I want for Christmas is a healthy Clippers versus a healthy Lakers team. Because we know what happened to LeBron James last year on Christmas. Had that groin injury and just derailed the whole entire Lakers season. They're currently fourth in the Western Conference before that happened. Last year's Lakers team, if they were healthy, probably sixth seed in the, in the West, man. I don't know if they would have got out of the first round or not, but seeing the Lakers back in the playoffs would just be the best thing. They haven't made the playoffs the past six, seven seasons, I think. But, just like every other NBA team right now, man. Every NBA team will experience their ups and their downs. It happens. It's going to happen eventually. So, just got to prepare for it and take it the right way. Uh, ESPN's Bamani Jones had this to say about the... Uh, you know, just the whole entire situation that the Clippers just got themselves in. You put, and I quote, the Paul George move also makes the initial haul the Lakers give up for Davis look a lot more reasonable. Guess it's really a package the Clips gave up for Kawhi and PG, but all those picks and two decent players for Paul George sound a lot crazier than the Lakers trading the farm for Anthony Davis, end quote. It makes a lot of sense here, but this is how I look at it. If you want to go in to a win-now mode, a championship-now mode, you've got to throw away your future, man. you got to throw away those draft picks. This is the most valuable thing in trades anymore in the NBA. you got to trade your future away for the help you'll need to win now. But yeah, five first-round picks to OKC? Five first round picks. I mean, they got their future set up. Now, will those picks be all uh, initiated with Russell Westbrook still on the team? I mean, that's something you definitely want to get into. You can go on and on about Russell Westbrook now after this trade. But um, will it be with Westbrook or not? I mean, my take is if you can trade Westbrook and rebuild, you can go for it. You go for it. Or you can trade a guy like Steven Adams and maybe like Andre Roberson and a Jeremy Grant and just get uh, some good shooting and all-around help, really good just upgrading your roster around Russell Westbrook. Uh, Woj on ESPN even said that uh, general manager Sam Presti was in talks with the Clippers and the Raptors on deals involving Paul George. Although the Raptors would not give up Pascal Siakam. Which led to the Clippers to up the ante and give the the record breaking draft compensation offer with you know with Gilgis Alexander 
a guy last season who played very well. And I don't see – I really don't see Westbrook staying. I think he will be traded probably by the start of the regular season. Or they want to hang on to him and, you know, trade away like Dennis Schroeder. Because you got three really good point guards. You have an all-star point guard, Russell Westbrook. You have a starting caliber backup point guard and Dennis Schroeder. And you also have another starting point guard, you know, a rookie this past season, Shea Gilders-Alexander. Right now, if I was Sam Presti, I mean, basically, I'm just going to throw this out there. The question is, is where does Westbrook land now? Like, it's clearly time for a teardown in OKC. You had the perfect duo with Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. And I know, I know right now, if Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook and the rest of that Thunder team did not lose a 3-1 lead in the Western Conference Finals, Kevin Durant very well may be part of the Thunder for, you know, the last three seasons. Instead of Golden State, he could have signed back because it would have been Cavs-Thunder in the finals. That series very well could have went seven games as well. I'd still pick the Cavs. But for that season for Kevin Durant to get in the finals, he knows we can win with this team. We just got to re-up and get better. But I know what happened in that series. Durant was the man in those three wins. Westbrook's ego said, I'm not the backup. It's my team. Westbrook went in there, had a horrible field goal percentage, turnover rate. And it just led to a huge disagreement on the court. And the gel that held that Thunder team together just was melting away, man. And that's what happened. Westbrook just tried to win it for him, and it failed. Just the way Westbrook plays is just very um, like an erratic, fast-paced point guard. There's always speculation out there that he's a stat patter. I mean, the damn guy averaged triple-double from one season. I didn't really think it was stat patter. I thought I was like, man, this guy's just, he's just good. But I did watch quite a bit of their games, you know, after Kevin Durant left. And there were times, like, we'll have 23 points. 11 or 12 rebounds. And they'll be sitting there at like 9 assists, right? We sit there at 9 assists. Thunder will be down 5, 6 points. Westbrook will turn into just be a passive point guard. He, and then I've, I've seen it. I've seen it in my own eyes. And yes, yes, he is a stat patter. He's not a winning player. You can't win with Russell Westbrook. He, you, you can't win if he's your first option. That's not happening. 
with the team they have and the draft picks that's stashed back, it is time to move Russell Westbrook. Sam Presti, find a trade for Russell Westbrook. Presti knows what a team is like with just Westbrook leading the team, you know. 47 wins, 48 wins, 49 wins. And in 17, 18, and this past season, even with Paul George past two seasons, you could eclipse 50 wins in a single season. Russell Westbrook is a toxic player. If he if he was able to put his ego aside and just let Paul George be the leader of that team, who knows, 55 wins? There's just more there's more moves need to be made in OKC, man. I think there is a market for Westbrook for a trade, but I'm just not sure on what team would make that deal. Taking on Westbrook's big contract's the hardest part to really figure out. You know, speaking on deals and the trade thing, like I said, you know, Paul George requested his requested to be traded. I mean, he he realized it, man. Poor Russell Westbrook. Man, it's toxic. He's pushed out two superstars. This is this is if I was Russell Westbrook, this is what I'm saying. This is how I'm acting right here. All right. I want to bring in. I know I want to bring another All Star. So whenever. Uh, I'm just shooting off on the court right now. I ain't really doing what I what I what I normally do. I'm just gonna give it to you. Westbrook has it reminds me a little bit of Carmelo when he was previously with the Thunder and the Rockets. He couldn't set his ego aside and be that role player. That he needed to be. He wanted to be the guy that has a green light on shooting the ball at all times. Like Durant was fed up and left. Now Paul George found his way out the door. Time for a change, OKC. You know, Kawhi Leonard delivers a championship in his lone season in Toronto. Does what he and then does what he wants to do, man. It's perfectly fair. Raptors fans may not like it, but I, I wish them the best of luck in that Eastern Conference. I mean, the fact that the Raptors. Ray were even really trade for Kawhi Leonard was pretty good. You can't hate the guy for doing what he wants to do now. Raptors fans, there should be not one single fan for the Toronto Raptors that is upset. And didn't Kawhi Leonard say uh right at the end of the you know the championship parade celebration and he said on the mic Just enjoy the moment now? Everyone was wanting to come back, man. If he came back, Danny Green would have came back. 
said he goes out to the Lakers, which I knew that was definitely possible because I heard him on uh, I don't know if it was a radio show or a podcast out there. But uh, just one of the colleagues on that podcast or whatever was, you know, asking him, you know, you're still a free agent, you know, what do you, you want to do? And he basically was saying, like, you know, Kawhi uh, definitely holding out like this. It's kind of hurt some teams in the race form. Basically brought up the Lakers. He's like, they got two, you know, two effing superstars there. It's definitely a team on my list. Let the moment, the moment Kawhi announced his decision, one even 10 minutes later, and then Adrian Wojnarowski drops another bomb. Danny Green to the Lakers for two years, $30 million. Might sound like a lot of money, but Danny Green... It's just about like a spitting image of J.J. Redick with a better defense. Now, J.J. Redick can like shoot on the move. Whereas Danny Green is just pure spot-up guy. Danny Green is a huge key addition on the Lakers. But no Kawhi and the Raptors make them for sure probably out of the championship conversation. I mean... This is the this is the year Kyle Lowry has finally got to step up and be the point guard that he was meant to be. Marcus Saul. Need to step up too. Play like he did in Memphis a few years back. You got that defensive player of the year. Be that guy. And Pascal Siakam. I expect this man to give you twenty points a night this year. You know, most improved player in the league. But this coming season in the Eastern Conference, it's uh, I think it's definitely Milwaukee's season, the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis. It's definitely their season until next year rolls around and Kevin Durant is healthy. You know, on Brooklyn with Kyrie and DeAndre Jordan. With all the news going around right now, just Kawhi and Paul George and the Clippers, man, the whole rest of the NBA is just going to be completely overlooked, in my opinion. This whole entire rest of the offseason is going to be... It's, it's all L.A., man. For the first time that I remember, since about 2012... A team in Los Angeles and a team in New York are finally good again at the same time. The Brooklyn Nets, just like Stephen A. Smith said, the Brooklyn Nets own New York. They are the New York team now. The Knicks are not the Knicks anymore. You think New York basketball? You think Brooklyn Nets. And then you got the Lakers and the Clippers. 
You know, I stayed up until about 1.15 to hopefully hear the Kawhi news, but ultimately I didn't stay up long enough. Half hour later, the Woj, the Woj plane flew overhead the whole entire country and dropped bombs on us. Still trying to wrap my wrap my mind around everything that's going on right now. I got to tell you right now, Lakers, man. My Lakers show, you got to fill out that roster by the end of the day. Don't waste no time. With them giving uh, Danny Green a $15 million per season, they got $17 million spent on the rest of the roster. Now, if I was the Lakers, you know what I'm doing. You got you got that MLE exception money. $9.2 million. Give that one-year deal to Boogie. Getting him on the team. Get him in. Find a really good point guard. I do assume they signed Rondo back. He could very well may start the point guard. But last season, LeBron and Rondo on the same on the court at the same time was in the plus minus. It was never a plus, but first time teammates trying to figure out each other, it happens. What an NBA free agency period, ladies and gentlemen! We've got an incredible season coming to us, man. I mean, it's almost like every team in the league looks different. That's what's so exciting about it. A lot of players moving around. But then on the other side of the whole entire, you know, of everything, the sports analyst, analyst, however you say it, side of things. And it's like, we know players keep moving around because they want to win, but there's no loyalty in the NBA anymore. The players are. I think all the players are loyal to one thing, and that's winning. You got to do what you got to do to win in this league. But like the ultimate slogan of this NBA has always been the National Basketball Association. It's where amazing happens. All right, guys, I'm going to end it right here. Crazy day in the news, y'all. Hope to see you all Monday. Listen in. It's NBA Midcourt every weekday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Enjoy your guys' weekend. I'm out, y'all. Peace.